Today's show is brought to you by FreshBooks.com. Get a 30-day free trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang. The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. I'm joined with a lovable group of wine-drinking, not drunkards per se, but uh, mostly just the cast of GS9 this week, which includes Ben, Peter, and Sarah. <laughs> How are you guys doing this week? Good. Drinking tea because I just hit my head on the table really hard and I Ooh. feel like wine would exacerbate this situation, but it's fine. That's, that's bad. That's I know. bad. Do you feel? Do you feel like you need to stay up all night and go to the hospital? No, I have a very small headache, but I don't feel sick and words still make sense. So it's fine. You never know. My favorite podcast that I think I've done on this network was right after I took like some hardcore flu medication and got on here and I was just like, I was ready for it. Like Sassy Jack (laughs) was out in force. He was just, he was just, he was ready to roll. He was just like, fuck all of fuck all of this. Not you guys specifically. Don't worry. Okay, that's good to start. But, uh, okay, how are you, Peter, Ben? Uh, I'm doing fine. I'm just here in Los Angeles. I, uh, yeah, mm. I've been trying to do the mm. dating app thing, and it's exhausting. I don't know how people... Which dating app? On- Which one? Bumble? Tinder? <laughs> yeah. Tinder, okay. I'm really, really, really fucking glad. I, like, that was after, like, like, I got, like, in a relationship, because, like, I, I would just I'd be terrible like <laughs> that it's, sort of thing like I need a better I just can't, fucking phone it's t- like it's, I, I'm chatting with like five people at once and then like someone will are you popular and then like you'll have a good day no shit look at off. that look at that name drop he's like yeah I got Damn. I got I got these plates in the air and I'm just twirling them you know mm-hmm. Ben's webs of, of I don't know I have a date on webs. I have a date on Tuesday so we'll see how that goes yay yeah. mm-hmm. oh good 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 so it's like a date date. Yeah, no, it was a date date. Uh, uh, he was like, you know, uh, go slow. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm fine with slow right now. Let's, let's try slow. Okay, okay. Peter, you doing good? I don't know. I'm doing the whole rounds this time around. Oh, no, you're fine. No, I'm, 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 actually, I'm actually doing pretty good. Uh, my, 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 my brother just walked across the stage at, at, at his college yesterday um, getting his MBA. Woo-hoo. So I'm so like, so it's like, it's, it's two things. It's like, it's like, A, I am. Ex- immensely proud, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you are now officially, officially doing much better than I am right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can't do that, man. My sister, I know, I know, like, got a full ride to Harvard, like PhD, MD. She's gonna be an M- She got a f- no, she got a full ride scholarship to MD, PhD. So let's talk about like sibling comparison. Oh, it's the worst. Man. It's really oh, bad, yeah. bro. I don't know, but it's all good. Yeah, I love her. She's amazing, and she deserves everything she got because she earned it, and she worked a lot harder in school than I did. So, you know, one of the things. I partied a lot more than she ever did, so, uh, you know, depends on how you look at it. Wasn't a Monsters University situation where you were the... (laughs) That's that's exactly like who we were. (laughs) (laughs) Except she was probably more popular, too. Uh, Moving on (laughs) to... King Arthur, Legend of the Sword. That's what we're going to be reviewing this week. We're just going to get right into it because there is no fucking trailers out this week whatsoever. Or there are, but I don't care. 
After the murder of his father, young Arthur's power hungry uncle, oh my god, names, Vortigern Vortigern, seizes (laughs) control of the crown, robbed of his birthright, he grows up the hard way in the back alleys of the city. Not knowing who he truly is when fate leads him to pull Excalibur's sword from the stone. I mean, he's not really fate. It's kind of this dude in this alley, and it's a weird cut, but we'll get to that. Arthur embraces his true destiny to become a legendary fighter and leader. I mean, it's not really a legendary fight. I mean, the sword is kind of just like magic. I don't know. Yeah. This 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 movie is fucking bizarre. It's really, uh, it's, it's really fucking... Uh, and I have to admit, I lean towards... I really wanted to like it, like, halfway, like, at the beginning when it was kind of more, like, you know, medieval, like, snatch, and then it gets, like, it gets more into medieval stuff as the time goes on. Like, at the beginning, I was like, okay, I mean, it could be so bad, it's good, and then halfway through, I was like, nah, nah, this is just really bad. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's let's hear some other people. Sarah, I I know generally where Ben sits on this. Uh, What about you? What did you think of King Arthur? I didn't hate it. It's not some, but it's not something I'd want to go see again. It was just kind of wild. Like one minute you've got Oliphant, one minute you've got Ursula, the next minute you've got you know Bruce Bolton. Like it all filmed in the style of Three Hundred with just a dash of Arthurian legend, and I just didn't, don't really know what to do with it. Mm. I also just saw it this afternoon, so therefore I haven't had time to like <laughs> sit on it and really decide whether I liked it or not. Yeah, I still don't. I still don't really know, Peter. I I, th- I think I think I'm more positive for this because I because I went into it thinking like this is going to be absolute trash and it was better it was slightly better than absolute trash like it it, it wasn't it wasn't dumpster fire it was it was more it was more like it was more like the small pathetic campfire next to the dumpster which gives <laughs> you warmth and you're just like okay I'm fine with this <laughs> but it's still next to a dumpster. It's a near. Yeah, it's got oh, the no, it's so, a dumpster, but it's like you know, it's like what? a I'm it's a near this. dumpster fire. So it's just like there's like embers in the bottom. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> ben, go ahead, lay, lay it on us, because you you have a. Well, are you closer to me? Sorry, um, I always get like a sense in this podcast, like right beforehand, who's where. Um, but I, you know, I've kind of like uh, I've kind of, and I usually check with like to see kind of like where people are. But I like I have no idea this week. I just, like I, I just got out of this movie. It's like fuck it, I, I don't care. <laughs> ben, where where you, what do you think it is? I think uh, yeah, I think your mileage on this movie, and it's sort of interesting because I'm seeing a lot of people be like fuck critics on this movie, which is interesting because like they'll be no. like, yeah, it has pacing issues and it's crazy, but fuck critics. And it's like, well, okay. That's their well, job you want to talk about like things. the spirit quest, like halfway through, which breaks up the entire yeah. plot. And then we're never sure for the rest of the movie, whether or not we're in some sort of fever dream or not. That's a good point. Or like, like literally oh, yeah. from like a plot perspective, like, like from my purposes, like there was like, there was a point in the movie where I just wasn't sure what was real because like at the end the snake turns out to be real yeah, and it's implied that, was, that it was, was all within his weird fever dream and it's just like a giant snake and i was like that's not payoff you did not set that up properly yeah and i, I think i think my mind for this film is that it reminded me a lot of suicide squad because it was also a movie that was reshot a lot it was cut insanely you could tell they cut huge segments into little bits but i, I just felt like at the very least i find guide richie a lot more interesting than david Ayer. And it's, it, for me, it was enjoyable trash. It was definitely trash, but it was somewhat enjoyable in a way I appreciate movies like Gods of Egypt, which is just like, 
There was a moment in Gods of Egypt where Gerard Butler was riding a chariot that was being pulled by giant, giant scarab beetles, giant and I was like, this is beetles. a great, terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is and, and this is a similar movie where, like, they fucking, the final boss, he transports into literally a Mortal yeah. Kombat stage, and it's like a right. soul yes. boss. And, and there's like, no yes. reason for it just to be in the middle of the ocean. There's None. no, no. pre established reason for it to be like that. Why is it like that? And, and Magic. There's just, there's Celtic fucking death metal music in the whole thing and it's just a fucking wackadoo movie although i wasn't i think that he's a stylish enough and slick enough director that i'd rather watch this kind of terrible movie than even a more competent movie that's maybe better than ghost in the shell would be it i finally cut up with that which is like i'd rather watch this even though ghost in the shell is a little bit better it obviously suffers from being ruining better can i can i be honest this was one of those movies that made me realize something about myself and movies it's one of these unfortunate movies that made me do that and usually when that happens it means i either love the movie to death or pieces or i absolutely fucking hated it and really i realized that like you know in the same vein as like i always sound off on like back to the future this movie is as broken as back to the future is tight and i think that's (laughs) what makes me it's it's like there's like this script and like the pacing not even it's not even pacing issues it's like a connective tissue issue and that like scenes move from scene to scene in such a fashion that you're like oh we're fucking doing this now like where was the payoff for this where does this happen that's the thing is it throws so much shit in at you at like so fast and it's like it's just not tied together and anything that's resembling pleasant and for me that's like that's a very and that and i think that's the thing is like that ticks me off it's like when i make the connection on a script level and i understand that something really cool is happening i really appreciate that i recognize that there's movies that don't do that well that i enjoy but i do think when there's a for me this movie has a total and complete failure of that and so like even when it has like cool moments or it does just random shit like there is some just like a fucking Mortal Kombat spinning side stage and I'm sorry if you're gonna have a double ended fucking death side there needs to be some setup for why that is like why is his (laughs) Death Knight avatar shirtless like what what is that what is all that like why no setup (laughs) he gets bit by a snake and I was like okay where's this going Giant snake, <laughs> giant snake, <laughs> and giant now there's snake bros because it could totally smell the venom in him because it would kill him. You stop. Just a giant God. snake. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this this movie is the thing is like I think there are moments which I really don't know if they're bold or just uh, reshoot issues where like the opening sequence is a good example of this like we basically do the entire you know you talk about in your synopsis you say like oh he's raised from uh you know and, and it's on all the synopsises it's like the, the right right, right. The press release has you didn't write this i'm just saying this is what they're saying no yeah it's yeah. like raised on the streets of london so you assume that's like the first oh, 30 no, minutes no, ben, of the movie ben, ben londinium <laughs> londinium i'm sorry um <laughs> I'm sorry. They had a Coliseum, guys. It was was those moments where, like, it popped up on screen and Katie just shit her pants next to me. (laughs) Like, there's, like, very few. Like, it's funny when, like, like a moment doesn't connect for me and I watch it. Like, I, like, enjoy watching it connect for somebody else because she's just like, oh, my God, this is going to be terrible. (laughs) And I was like, no, hold off. Hold off. And then I, like, kept saying that for, like, another 15, 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, don't hold off. Jesus Christ. 
So, um, so you assume from that synopsis that like you're gonna spend thirty minutes of him rising as a kid, and they do it in three minutes in this insane fucking montage with this crazy like music. It's like, and it's just like, and part of me thinks it's amazing and bold and cool, but then it doesn't lead to anything good. It doesn't like get you yeah. to the better story. It just gets you to another boring, cliched story. It's and this is the big thing that's like that's definitely. Like that is observable. It's an observable fact about this movie as well as like it's known in the backstory that several scripts were folded together, where to the point that there was an audit of this film to figure out who got script credit. Like they couldn't figure out. They folded so many scripts together that they couldn't figure out who to credit for this movie's script. And I imagine all yeah, the writers cool. are like, "Nah, I'm good, bro. <laughs> it's like, just don't fight. No, nah, I'm good. Just, just let it go." <laughs> like, and I think, I think that's my thing is that it's it. There's so many elements and styles smashed together, and none of them feel like they're playing with each other. And I think that's the thing is it doesn't feel like all the narrative threads are playing with each other. There's a highly disconnect. So whether or not there are cool moments, it always feels like we're moving on to something and it's like in points you're just like oh we transitioned from this movie to an entirely different fucking movie whereas like the the guy Richie core at that beginning is pretty enjoyable and you know there's a core idea in there of like this medieval street tough style snatch movie which i actually think is a pretty cool idea and yeah, i kind of want to see it, it. like i would have followed a whole fucking movie about him just being like yeah. a pimp like that would be pretty cool actually dollar, like 30 million dollar movie wasn't about king arthur it's about some dude trying to make it in ancient london but it's done with the Guy Ritchie movie. That's kind of fascinating. Like, there's this nice yeah. bit. Yeah. The one bit I actually found just in general just kind of worked with the hyper-editing was there's this whole bit where he's, like, trying to tell the story of what happened with this Viking guy, and they keep cutting back and forth and jumps oh, before yeah, time and back time. I did, too. this classic Guy Ritchie thing. It's good. It's good. And moving and editing. And it's just, like, that that breakneck speed that he's very good at in his, in his best yeah. movies. And kind of getting back to that Sherlock Holmes style, which I, I really enjoyed those films. I think his style really works well in those. Um, that here it's just like you get a great moment like that, and then you just jump to like giant elephants, and you're like, "What is this?" I, I, I would I mean, say that like I think and that Richie, and you're like, "Wait, wasn't there elephants on screen ten minutes ago?" I don't even know where I am. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and also I I would I do have an issue with the CG kind of budget on this, which is expen- as expensive as it is. Um, the they ask too much of a pretty good CG budget. Do you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like they're just not there. Like they 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 like they went in and like asked them to give them like a better Lord of the Rings, and they're like, wait, how much? I mean, it's two hundred million, but like, you know, they had like years. Like, what do you, what do you want? Like, oh, giant elephants like that look really cool with this bridge. And uh, man, that made me so upset when the king just like rode off the bridge and let his horse die to like get onto the thing. I know. That made me so upset. He pulled a fucking Mario. Yeah, it's what Mario does to Yoshi. It's like, come on, dude. No, it was like, like goodbye, Yoshi. It was like legit dark for me, and like we were like trying to figure it out, but we were like, like Katie was like rooting for him to die as soon as he got inside, and I was like, and I was like, in all honesty, that's like character motivation against him. I, I don't know. I just don't understand any of the setup on that movie like there's no reason he couldn't have got off his horse and like run and jumped like you know from a p- script perspective i know you people are like oh but i think the big thing for me is that the style of editing works better in his other movies like lock stock and snatch where there's no like super competent person you know it kind of gives us this like fever dream feel to the whole proceedings versus in sherlock holmes 
when you have somebody that's perceived as super competent, I just f- sort of found like a heart of gold character in the center of it kind of just sort of annoying. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like there was a disconnect in the style and the characterization of Hunan and as King Arthur. Well, actually there's just a giant disconnect in the entire fucking film between him and the King Arthur mythos, because it's just like, it's a to- it's a, it's entirely separate. Like who he like expect him to be versus like the the character that they're sort of growing for themselves as a core or like as a realization of the myth and it, they two never come together yeah, like they never coalesce into a single person. And it's so weird because it feels like at least one of the script was a rip off of the Thor movie because it feels like a lot of it was the similar thing as Thor because <laughs> Thor it's the a hell entire... of a movie to rip off. <laughs> All right, but or, it, like or or honest or honestly. Uh, Honest, honestly, even like a bit, like a bit of, uh, I, now that now that I think about it, like there there is almost a similarity of it to Disney's Lion King. It's like yep. evil uncle oh, yeah. takes oh. over, evil right. uncle kills your father, takes over, fucks over everything, then comes to find, then comes to find you because he's like, I need to kill you off so I can, so I can actually like solidify my reign. Oh wait, hold off, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna have our we're gonna have a big old fight, completely separate from everyone, once again at the top of a big ass stone tower. Only difference for us is that we teleport somewhere else for some. <laughs> Reason. Yeah, and the Lion King, it makes sense with its you know talking I, lions. You know what I like about you know, modern narratives versus older narratives? Like, you could tell in, in, like, older times that, like, a lot of more times, like, the narrative had to carry the weight of, like, kind of the entertainment. And I know they said, oh, man, that's a loaded fucking statement. Getting, uh, let me walk that back a just a little bit. Let me lock that just oh, back Lord. just a little bit. But let me say, like, for instance, like, you'll notice in, like, narratives, like, it was very hard to do a straight story about King Arthur nowadays. Uh, because like there, because of like you have the Lancelot cuckolding el- element in there, and all these other things that like people like, and it's like in the two thousand, what was it, two thousand four King Arthur? They just they sort of like give a hint to it, but they don't play to it. And it's like it's like the classical story. It's just like you know, King Arthur is inherently fucking fascinating. <laughs> like, yeah, like, and this is just adapting it into something entirely unrecognizable. And it's like, I, I and, and I understand that they have no respect for the source material. That's fine. I don't, you know, it's Lamort to Arthur isn't exactly like a, a fucking motivated read, but uh, at the same time, like there is inherently fascinating things about that that the, this movie just refuses to play with. Um, and then it just gets into social class and does like the Guy Ritchie thing, and you're just like, where are you going with this? Because like at the end, when they're like, we're, we're all just gonna have a fucking dinner with these Viking guys because it's cool. <laughs> well, they were clearly setting up for a sequel, which. Will probably oh, not. Oh happen. no, no, they they were set for six movies. Yeah. yeah. Why have enemies when you can have friends? Mm. Oh, yeah, that's a rousing fucking speech. He's gonna be a great king. <laughs> <laughs> that's the end too. It's like he doesn't feel like a king. He still just feels like a lad. He just feels like a dude. Yep. Dude just hanging out with well, his bros. Which. Which is the other point about this movie is this movie wants to set up that as a theme but just fails to do so. <laughs> like it clearly wants to set up this theme of like lower class and the and the, the intelligence of street smarts and lower class individuals as uh, as a good motivating factor for kingship. And it clearly sets it up in like the idea that like he rises on the street even though and it's not about his birth. It's about like him like organizing and doing things on the street level and just applied to a kingdom which i'm not like it does it in such a weird way because he's like a pimp because yeah. it just and it's just like yeah, the movie it, wants it, you to make that connection but i'm just like nah nah it's not the same thing it's not the same thing dude yeah, yeah they, they were they were they were essentially trying to set up to, to set up a 
La Familia a la, a la Fast and Furious esque yeah. ri- like rise to power with this group with 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 a, with with with, with Hunnam's version of Arthur at the head as as I guess Vin Diesel, but it doesn't fully connect. Yeah, I, and it- because 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 for because for me when I was watching it, yes, I was entertained by the action. It was dumb fun, but it's like, where is the where is the connection and the love between the between this man and everyone else that he is now just tacking onto his team? And there's very clearly, yeah. it's so clearly was uh, greenlit because of Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like, it, right. oh, yeah. it is right. so clearly mm-hmm. like oh totally a Hollywood producer being those kids love them Game of Thrones. We need our own Game of Thrones. What is something? Oh, remember we released King Arthur like like several years ago? I guess we still own this property <laughs> yeah, technically. Exactly. It's in the public domain, so we can do whatever we want with it. Um, is King Arthur in the public? Oh, it is. That's right. It's an old legend, man. It's it's got to be in the public. Shit, got, I need yeah, to make, because there was like to... an asylum movie this year that was called like. King Arthur Sword Legend or something close to it, so people would you know, oh my God. accidentally yeah. buy the DVD or whatever. <laughs> gotta love, gotta love the asylum. Yeah. Um, I I don't understand how their business model still works with like like fucking blockbuster going out of business. I think streaming. They, did, I think <laughs> I think people still fall for it on VOD and stuff because like they go to oh, VOD Jesus. so fast and people are like that King Arthur movie's Ooh. now on VOD and they rent it. It's too late. Yeah. Also, I'm watching the trailer for this movie, and like 90% of the cuts are like from that stupid fucking Vision Quest bit. Like, oh, yeah, all like, like they, they really were selling this as like an epic adventure, and there's just like 20 minutes where like he goes and has a weird dream. And then, the <laughs> oh, that's another the thing. That's another real. universe that they drew from, is they had the rodents of unusual yes, size for the true. Princess Bride. Yeah. <laughs> In the yeah. swamp. Oh, you haven't actually said it on the podcast, but if you could say real quick, you had a theory the other day about like the amount of information and places they drew from. Oh yeah, I was just like I had a list <laughs> and I sent it to Peter. Uh, but yeah, oh yeah, you did. Sarah's already mentioned you know a few of them, but like Nigiri from Harry Potter. You have the giant elephants from Lord of the Rings. You have the bad guy looks a lot like the Wild Hunt from Witcher Three. It's uh, uh Nagini. Uh, Nagini, yes, from from Harry Potter's. Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to Potter check you. Um, no, it's fine. Sorry. It's fine. There's Potter heads. I, I don't want to mess with them. <laughs> no, they're, they're they're crazy. They're crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> no, no, just not going there. Um, uh, yeah, I I think the big thing like his go ahead, origin but. is very Jon Snowish. You know, it feels like there's sort of Jon Snowing. Like there's the Moses element of him in a boat. Like there's very just, Moses. They, yes. they take so, oh, so many Moses. things from so many other source materials. It just feels like so much of a a a fantasy popular fantasy right now soup you know it's like it feels so much like these are things that made money so put them all in one movie and it'll make all the money right that's how movies work here are thing here are things that made money and we're gonna try to base it around the legend of the sword and the stone and hope that it hope that it sticks and this movie also is just like it's just so emblematic of of what I hate with modern franchise movies, which is just like over mythologizing, you know, like why did it have to be the stone was his fucking dad? Like who, why that was insane. I, I, when his dad I became the stone, I was like, for what is emotional that impact dude? Clearly. Because it's like you can't even just have like a moment. And the other thing is like this movie wanted to make like a mole, like a like a fucking mountain out of a molehill with like his like you know seeing his dad's and parents' death, and it was so Batman it hurt. There's another one, and it's and he was like and there were giant bats as well. (laughs) There were giant bats in the spirit world, and they kept fucking like having him like have flashbacks. He's like, you can look and see. And it's like, and I was like, 
I know what happened, and like there was tiny variations that I got wrong, and what actually happened. I was like, none of this actually informed me of anything. You just like mystery boxed half of your movie, like doing, but like with a mystery that I neither guessed nor needed to guess, nor figured that it would have a good payoff. And that's just like it was just like that's the thing is this movie was thematically but Jack, you found to out such the an extent. Bad guy was the bad guy. Did you know that? <laughs> I have a question from the beginning. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Who this shirtless double-ended si- again double-ended sigh i don't know why that that fact annoys me most scythe sigh is it no it's it's a sigh it's sigh well if you're referring to like the thing that the grim raper carries it's a scythe a sigh is the little sort of finger yeah, swords curb. that gabrielle like the, carries from xena warrior princess right 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 right. it's the uh it's like what's on the russian flag or the, the communist russia flag sorry well that's a sickle that's a sickle oh my god i'm sorry <laughs> my, my curved weaponry is is is, is off sighs are not curved it, that's the whole point well, no a scythe the scythe is curved like the a scythe is curved, is curved. a sigh like is not daggers with like the rounded edges. Yeah. Okay. So oh, they yeah, are like a little bit curved. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know what you're talking. I know. Like a side. Yeah. It's like the, uh, usually carry two. Raphael. Raphael. Yes. Raphael. Carry yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. Sorry. Yes. Okay. I'm on. I'm on page. I'm on page with our <laughs> combat. But again, this weapon. Hey Jack, tell us what a tell us what a scimitar is. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick, Peter. <laughs> 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 it's like that movie. Have you seen The Mummy Returns? No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah, go go look at like accuracy and history and like The Mummy Returns and like they have these really weird recurved swords and it just picks from like a really weird uh, period in history. Sorry, the other day's discussion, um, <laughs> um, which is also which I I've, I really this movie really made me want to go back and do a review of like the 2004 King Arthur because I feel like that'd be oh, a great God. discussion. Because I'm sorry, I like that movie a lot more than this one <laughs> i just I think that's where I, and i still don't know it's different that like I, I just don't i'm very tough on sword i don't know if i want to call it sword and sandals because you think like spartacus is that but but similar ish like ancient warfare no, yeah I, 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 I'll, I'll give you a rope for that i agree i agree it is like there is like a style theme of like not like not like the pre it's it has nothing to do in association with like uh, it's like a grittier sword and sandal kind of a take where it takes more from gladiator and kind of the history there of more like an epic as opposed to where Lord of the Rings kind of takes an entirely different vibe. And this one, some cuts like right down the middle of like these weird kind of <laughs> movie based plots. And that's the other thing is like the previous King Arthur stuck to its genre and is more of a sword and sandal grimy kind of take on it. Right. I, I think I just go kingdom of heaven or bust with those kind of movies. You know? <laughs> like, well, that's why I, I'd rather I, but, watch I th- but I don't this. think you disagree that the script is competent. Yes, no. King Arthur is a better movie, but in the sense, I would rather watch complete ridiculous trash than than competent mediocrity, which is what I view King Arthur as. Uh, I guess, like for me, like I take that movie is like so melodramatic that I I like enjoy it, kind of similar to like how you enjoy. Um, and I also think I also think that the fight scenes in, in that movie are actually like very well edited especially in the director's cut of that movie the fight scenes in king king arthur 2004 if you go back and watch them are they they have like this weird pacing that i think is actually kind of cool and they actually hold shot and like a lot of people say it's over edited and i think it is but they also have like this weird splinter like long ass cut shots sorry that's another day's discussion about this random movie from 2004 that i think is a has has some merit so i mean the uh, cinematographer is great though i can never fucking pronounce his name (laughs) no 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 i know i know you're talking about yeah like no idea no idea how to pronounce but, but he that shot either. Black but, Hawk Down, which is also 
Exactly. Three, and I think it's I think it's well shot. I think it's well put together. I understand if you don't you can't buy kind of like the humor that I take in the melodrama like you're nightly going <laughs> and then wearing like a fucking like literally like a belt for a bra. <laughs> like what is that? It's not even like a belt. It's like two leather like folded straps. And I was like people like they had shirts. Like this is not this is like, like if you're going to wear a belt, like you could have just put on a shirt under it and it would have been like, I don't know. Let's sorry. I still one of the most weird uh costume decisions I think I've seen in a movie. But back to the actual movie that we're watching, which uh for me costuming was on point. Yeah, that's not a costume. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, Sarah, what you thought no of complaints. the music. Because I thought the music was great, but it's really weird. So I'm curious what you thought. It was really weird. I wasn't particularly impressed with it, I guess. Okay, but the first song, the song during the, we'll call it the prologue of when Sam his Lee's Wild dad, Wild Berry. Well, it, it wasn't sung in English, but I'm not sure that it was sung in a Gaelic language it, either. It's it actually it actually was. Uh, so this is interesting. Sam Lee actually produced a new version of that song for this movie. Ooh, and it is oh. actually in English with a, like a kind of a mix. He just sings it with this pretty heavy Irish accent, or at least how I'm listening to it. Okay. Yeah, and it's like the yeah. He's just he's just very, he's just you know very 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 Irish. Uh, mm-hmm. And it has that kind of oh, like Guy Ritchie vibe to it, which is just interesting. Yeah. I did think it did bother me when it came on. Like I really like that song, yeah. And I think that song is used like into really cool effect in some other movies because I think it's really really <laughs> weird too. Dot, dot, dot. Because no offense to Eric Bana, he just doesn't have the King vibe for me. <laughs> yes, it's Eric Bana. <laughs> he's just he just he's just such a it's dude. Just Eric Bana. <laughs> yeah. Dude. And, and he's like charging on this bridge what, with this epic Eric song Banner. on a white war horse with a magic sword. And I'm just like, oh, hey, look, it's Eric Banner. <laughs> 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 you thought you could hide Eric Banner from me, but I know it's him. <laughs> yeah, he, 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 did, he, did, he did seem a little derpy to me in this role because, 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 he, because even for me, and even for me, like it, it wasn't that I was like, oh, there's Eric Banner. For me, it was like, oh, there's Nero. From from two thousand nine right. Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it is, and I and I, I will never understand that decision either, because um, he he just does his Hulk thing as Nero. He's like Hulk, 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 he like overpronounces the shit. Yeah, he overpronounces the shit out of Spock when he's screaming, which just undermines all the dramatic tension for me because it's just. Like, yeah, he, I'll say this though: when, when he first chuckling. said Spock, I thought he was saying something else. I, I know like, it too. This is the PG thirteen movie. Is he allowed to say that? It's like, oh, <laughs> hey, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, okay, all right, all right, all right. Uh, okay, I, we're going to go ahead and do a little quick ad break for you, the listeners of the Movie Gang podcast. Loot Crate is offering an opportunity to save ten percent on any new subscription at lootcrate.com. To save ten percent on any new subscription, go to trylootcrate.com backslash gang and enter promo code bridge 10 for 10 percent savings go check that out again loot crate is a full service where you can go online and check out this month it's going to be featuring guardians of the galaxy tat and other various space faring adventures including uh, other things i would go check it out because it's a good month to get it you can get your little baby group tat and it's like an 
Loot Crate is a great way to get to a lot of uh, free tat. It's like receiving a present every month in the mail. You get it, you open it up, you go, holy fucking shit, I own this now. And it's like, it's literally like a friend that just knows what you like. You know how your parents get you a bunch of fucking shirts for your birthday, Christmas, all this shit? Well, and you're like, oh, great, shirts and socks. And you realize that, like, no one really loves you in your life or really understands you. Well, Loot Crate does. <laughs> Loot Crate gets you. So go on over to them. Pay that money to them so that they can continue to make you feel loved. So to save 10% on any new subscription, go to trylootcrate.com backslash gang. Again, that's trylootcrate.com backslash gang to save 10% on any new subscription. Enter promo code BRIDGE10 for 10% savings to get your present in the mail every month. Again, trylootcrate.com backslash gang. Yeah. I do want to say just a... <laughs> tag onto that real quick to get to to get uh to get the guardians crate for the month of may you got to do it oh, by the 19th right. of this month that's right 9 p.m pacific time so you good, so good, if you really want to so want to get guardian if you want to get the theme this theme of guardians you literally have like a few days left and so it's not it it's not specific guardians is the featured one but i think it's more of a space yeah, faring loot crate one. uh it's uh what is it there's other stuff in there hold on i'm pulling it up right now it's uh ooh. Trying to fill time on this. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. So there's like some there's some firefly jo- there's some firefly stuff. Oh man. Uh, yeah. This is this looks good for this month. So yeah, Wizard World, Halo Legendary Crate, uh, WW Slam. There's also different times of You can get Marvel gear goods, mine chest, world wonderful like Wizarding World crates. Oh my god, these are amazing. They have partner crates that you can do. You can get loot crate, loot crate DX, loot, loot anime, loot gaming, loot pets, loot wear. Um, I have to admit, I need to try loot ga- like loot anime uh, and see like looking gear. So I'm trying to see what the feature for that is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, no, that was perfect. That Amataro. Oh, that's really cool. All right, all right, we're back on to our movie based podcast. Um, it's nice. It's good when like my own ad read like distracts me. I'm like, oh man, I'm really getting people out there to go get Loot Crate. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. can, I, can I ask a, can I ask a trivia question of you guys? See if you guys can. Yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Uh, the character, the go. main female character who had all the magic powers. What's her character's name? Uh, Guinevere. Okay, no, I know this one, so I won't say it. Wait, the main female that had magic mm-hmm. powers. Mm-hmm. Guinevere. It's probably Guinevere. Her name credited is. Nope. The mage. That is the only. No, oh, that's a trick question. Yeah. No, they said Guinevere. Oh, no, 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 they actually never did say her name. Holy fuck! Not everything, and so I'd just like to point out that the only woman who doesn't get murdered in five minutes on screen has no character name. <sighs> yeah. Well, I, I think it's. I think that's the big thing for me is that it ties into like the really, really phoned-in performance from uh, what's his face, uh, Sean Penn. Not Sean Penn. Jude Law. You know who is. Jude Law. God Sean damn it. Penn. I can see Jude <laughs> Law. Angry Sean Penn. With I, the- I know. <laughs> I, it's, they, they like inhabit like a, like, like wherever like it is in my brain that keeps the, like the knowledge of those two actors. It's like in ha- both inhabited by just those two actors. And so every time I go there to like access information about them, I'm like, oh, Jude Law. No, Sean Penn. I have no, I, whatever. Uh, but anyways, the point is, is that like he is just phoning this performance the fuck in. Like he does not give a fuck. And even like, you know, where you have actors where they're like, they're phoning, they're doing like a bad role or something and they'll chew the shit out of the scenery. Like that's really what he needs to be doing here and he is just not giving a fuck. Like, yeah, he, he, like he cannot be bothered. He needs to be Jeremy Irons in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> like he really needs to be. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, that's the thing. He's like, Jeremy Irons has a word 
worse script in Dungeons and Dragons. Well, debatably worse. Um, mm, but worse. Uh, it's close. <laughs> it's close. I, I feel like it depends. Like again, this is back to our discussion about like what is good versus what is bad. Like what is so bad it's good. Yeah, I guess it's just kind of just kind of hits it for me because it is just it's ludicrous. Like it is like it literally doesn't stop being ludicrous even to the bitter end <laughs> like you know he gets the sword and yeah, there's a I... man of steel-esque fight where he's like doing this crazy editing where it's like he slashes and then like the camera whips around comes back and it's just like this is a king arthur movie what is happening yeah it's it's it kind of gave him superpowers and again it's pulling from superhero movies it's oh yeah like, and then avatar the last like... airbender that's another one where like he gets the eye well, it's pulling from fucking the x-men movies from like the quicksilver sequences i thought it was more likened to yeah that's similar that's very similar yeah yeah, a, a mix a mix of the two because it's like because it's not necessarily him that has the power it's more of just like this thing i possess which also just makes him seem lame i, I mean, know he's a chosen one can only wield it but it's also like nah, he's just some douchebag that picked up a giant magical freaking sword <laughs> yeah, exactly it's, it's like, 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 like got a good, i keep the right i keep thinking the about the fucking monty python skip it's like some farcical aquatic ceremony <laughs> that makes you magical <laughs> no you're not a good fucking leader <laughs> fuck you i didn't vote for him <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry. Supreme we, executive power, not we held bestowed off, by we some held watery off tart. From the Monty Python jokes as long as possible. We're 36 minutes in. We know that pretty much everyone that's still with us is a hardcore MGP nerd now. They're cool with our jokes. We can go. <laughs> yes. Let it go. Let it go. Also, We're good. Uh, we made it this true. far. <laughs> you compared the, uh, Ben, you compared the um, antagonist, the, the big evil scary with the you know, shirtless dude with the fire cloak or whatever, you compared him to someone from The Witcher 3. He kind of reminded me of a really evil Tim the Enchanter. Because <laughs> he had the helmet with the horns. Which is one of my favorite jokes in any plays in Spamalot, where Tim the Enchanter goes, Blow me! Lies the cave! <laughs> Good joke. I mean, I think I think overall, like I think that we're we're gonna go ahead and maybe do scores in just a minute. But I think that overarchingly, like this is just so broken to me and like there's a better discussion to be had in the background about this movie. Like you can say that like there's some cool set pieces, but none of it is strung together at all well. And none of it is held holds up or none of it's really like even like good character motivation. Like even the even like the even like, you know, we're because we're saying here like, oh, yeah, the guy Richie parts are like interesting. And, and, you know, it's a take on Richie. And I was like, yeah, but, you know, there's a whole fucking good guy Richie movie out there yes. like that you can go couple. use to study his cinematography. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's not even particularly good. It's not well done. And the cinematography here is probably his weakest movie to date and cinematography cinematographically, in my opinion. Because so much of it is, is is digital elements, and I just don't think he's the best at creating yeah. interesting digital. Elements. Well, I think also too he does something in this movie, and this maybe like reshoots and kind of like the nature of it. But I feel like it turns on and off. How so? Like you know what I mean? Like like the people like somebody like his mind. You can see when his mind mm, yeah. and like decisions that he's making to 
edit or shoot this are like in play. Like, you know, the, the one moment you're like, oh, this street scene where they're doing a chase, like you can tell that he was editing that because they have like the close-up cameras and then it's, it's really well, it's pretty well edited. And then there's just all these running sequences where they're fucking talking in this fucking thing and it's just like one camera angle and it's like it almost looks shot by like a second unit and it's like this whole scene was just secondarily shot by a second unit and just like shoved in there which has all the hallmarks of reshoots which is just they needed some fucking material to shove in there totally 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 agree <clears throat> yeah sorry i just think that this is like really low on this is pro- this is probably the worst movie i've seen this year i don't know if it's the worst movie i've seen this year yeah yeah i mean I, and that's just from like a perspective ben as like we can disagree all day about scripting and like you can say that it's more interesting and has more things in play that's cool i really think from a structural standpoint and from just like the basic <laughs> elements of filmmaking this film is really 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 broken and i think that for me makes it a less enjoyable watch it's it's almost an assault of my senses to some extent and my inability to follow yeah and and some people like that i'm just saying my inability to follow what happens means that it's a bad film no no disagreement there no i'm trying i'm trying to justify saying why it's a bad film i I don't know why i'm I'm like over justifying i'm sorry (laughs) i really didn't like it i feel like that should be enough (laughs) that's fair that's fair all right, but uh, but before we get to scores, uh, any other comments? One low impact comment, but I just wanted to say that the scene where he tries to use Excalibur for the first time, where like all of the I guess they call them black, black legs. legs or something, uh, the soldier guys, <clears throat> and they they cornered them in Kung Fu George's you know god place which first of all yeah. is its own problem but they never actually call him kung fu george only you called him kung fu george i know it's like implied by everything and it's so racist but at the same time i thought they did call him kung fu did george. they actually call did. him kung fu george no no yeah no yeah and yeah in the beginning yeah. they were doing that fast i apologize pace, fast pace sarah like, i did not george. catch that what kind of that george is one george, george by the street fucking... george by the water whatever kung fu george that george oh yes <laughs> that is that is fucking awful it <laughs> is it oh, is no, totally but at at this point in the movie, we had already seen some really ridiculous things. It's like, you know what? We're going to have a knockdown, drag out kung fu battle in the middle of ancient London. And it's going to be ridiculous and wrong, but I'm kind of okay with it. This is going to be fun. And then it was just a chance to see what Excalibur could do. And I was like, really? Yeah. And it was so bad. It was just like, it a, was. Fucking show, like, a, like a shitty like sandstorm. And then he just like walked away. And they're like, isn't this cool? And I'm like, no, it's not. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Kung, so yeah, Fu just... Ir- Kung Fu Irish dude fighting was going to be so much cooler. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, that, that was it. Just that's, you know, no, I'm there. my one big scene of if I could or you're just. I'll, I'll also pissed. say like the the whole like dark Lovecraftian like squid monster like and they're credited as sea sea witches which again is so Ursula it hurts yes Um, especially with her design like and and I'm just saying like but when she comes out of the thing and like he rings the bell first off how does Uther not know that there's a secret 
secret chamber in his castle with a lake where a monster lives. Actually, I don't think it was under the castle. I think it was under the tower. I mean, there's no reason for Uther not to know that it was there, but I think it was specifically yeah. in the wizard I, I, I really tower. Hope it's, I just really hope it's not televised. It's like, you know, he's like under his bedroom. It's just like the sea witch that's like selling his daughter. <laughs> Sorry, I just, it was just, a, and, and that's again, that's another thing with this movie is like the, the transitional cuts suck balls. So you don't know what the fuck is happening or where objects exist in relation to one another. Um, but, the, and, and that's the thing is that like with the, with that, with that scene, it's so Lovecraft and so good. And I want to just, I love the design elements of it when it, they just come out of the water and there's tentacles, you know, you know, that might everywhere could be just my like personal fetish speaking to me, but I really, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Not the whole wife and daughter murder thing, but just the, the tentacle ladies. Sorry. Like if you could get them without the wife and daughter murder, you know, be good. Not for, like, you know, like, academic reasons. Okay, cool. We're good. All right, let's do scores. Peter, what do you, you, you give King Arthur I, I, out of 10? I really wanted to see how long I know. You guys are just giving me rope to hang myself. I got it. I got it. I, I, I Go spent ahead. the whole scene thinking, We're all like, just standing around watching you like, yeah, keep going. Keep I going. I just spent the whole second thinking, like, oh, this actress, like, she must be, like, a character actress. And they're like, you're going to play a monster because you're fat. <laughs> like, you're an overweight actress, what? so you're going to play a gross monster. Uh, <sighs> Uh, come on man like well, but the other two of the two of them were hot like the other right, ones but then were, like the really main hot. one was like a gross java one like we had to get a big fat one like it, it felt like a well, real, like <laughs> gross like <laughs> body shaming is, the, is the actress I, I i don't know i guess like for me like it's still okay to give it like gluttony do you know what i mean like gluttony is a sign of evil and like a gluttonous intent, and de- the way they like devoured people, I feel like suggesting that she's disgusting is is okay for me. And I don't know. I don't know that it's. I I, I don't call it fat shaming for me. I wouldn't. <laughs> it was just weird. I just it was. I was bored. So I was thinking of the actress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, my my mind did loop de loops to try to escape this movie too. <laughs> Sorry, I it's, it's a, I can never. I can't. No, I can't fine. stop poking it. Peter, tell me what what your score is. Uh, okay, there are certain times. I, I, I will. I, I will be the first to admit that there are movies that you can classify as dumpster fire that I totally enjoy. In fact, one of, in fact, one of them of a long running series of a semi long running series we will be reviewing in a month or two. <laughs> I'm ready for that shit. This one was not all the way there for. Definitely enjoyed it. Definitely moments that I was like, I'm here. I am present. But especially knowing that. That, that they planned on having six films. To kind of go back to your comment, uh, I, I forget whether you said it, Jack, or Ben said it, where they were trying to put way too much mythology in it. For the first planned movie of a six-film series, they packed in way too much. They were trying to do too fucking much. Like... I mean, I, 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 this is probably this is probably the second time that I'm that I'm that I'm mentioning RuPaul's Drag Race, but some drag queen needed to walk up and be like, "This outfit needs a hell of a lot of editing. <laughs> take off that necklace, take off this bracelet, take off that shawl. You don't need it. Just the dress and the earrings. You're and the wig. You're good. Just he, Guy Ritchie was trying to do too much in this in this movie, and I enjoyed it. But like I but like I said, it's the dumpster fire that's next to the bigger dumpster, and you and you're like, this is cool. For now, but it's still it's still next to the bigger dumpster fire. So, 
yes, I got to see some uh, some shirtless Chris Hunnam, but only for like thirty seconds, and I and, I, and you know I need like I need at least a minute and a half. Uh, Did you? So this movie is gonna go. Huh? Uh, all right, let me. I'll finish. Sorry, good. You you go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, I'm gonna give this movie a four point five. 4.5 out of 10. Um, I was going to say, if you like listen to the thing, like Charlie Hoonan got this role by, cause he was, he was underweight for the last season of, uh, what is it? Uh, Sons, uh, of, Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Um, and, and he was worried about the physicality and his ability to do it. And he was like, well, I know who the other guys at this role are that are in the running for this role. And it was like Henry Cavill. And I forget who else. Um, dude. And he, it was, uh, I know Henry, Henry Cavill. Uh, but <laughs> it was, uh, it was Henry Cavill's in, Garrett's last movie, Man from Uncle. Well, yeah, I, the, Man from Man from Uncle. Uh, but I think it was uh, I think it was Henry Cavill. Oh, is Jai Courtney? Which thank God. Um, this 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 has Wait, this has all oh, the Courtney, this has okay. all the uh, hallmarks of a Jai Courtney movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> poor, poor Jai Courtney. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, um, but it, he was it was Henry Cavill or Jai Courtney, and Charlie Hoonan was like, "Put me in a room with them, and I'll we'll figure out who can be Arthur afterwards." And and Guy Ritchie like hired him then because that was like his thing. So, what well, okay. Well, one, one, one thing one thing I will say about ca- about casting Idris Elba was in talks to play no a he was Merlin not S-figure. that was a rumor like, oh really oh that's a, that rumor? Was a rumor okay that is confirmed Thank God. he said I would have liked to have been considered for the role but I was never at any time in consideration for it okay thank God yeah. because I'm glad his name is not attached to this film. <laughs> yeah. no, just yeah. saying. That's just that, and, and that's the only reason I know that is because of IMDb. Thank you, IMDb. Okay. Yes. Um, thank you, IMDb, for informing Jack because Jack because Jack no informed <laughs> me. I was not sure about that, and thank you. <laughs> no, I, I know I would have been I would have been very. I, I heard that too, and I thought that was true until um, I was like perusing it for fun facts about this terrible movie. Uh, Sarah, you're up next. I give this movie. Well, I'm also gonna def- gonna give it a four point five out of ten. Actually, it was like I don't know very much about film editing, but I recognize that this was a poorly edited movie, <laughs> and uh, I lost track of what was going on a lot of the time. Like you said, we're not sure if the ending was real or a dream sequence or what with the big snake and the whatever. Um, some fun bits, although. And you did address the, the problem of the only woman who gets more than five minutes of screen time is unnamed. <laughs> um, well, I, I, I disagree with that a little bit. I mean, it's you it's agreed a, with it when he brought it up initially. No, I just I disagree that she doesn't have less importance for not being unnamed. Do you know what I mean? Like she's she is the main female character and is primarily the dialogue vehicle by most of the movie that he has dialogue with, and primarily primarily the only character that actually adds anything to his like self discovery. Again, it is about a male character getting and he never bothers to ask her name. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I I figured like, but the idea is that they're hiding it for some sort of weird reveal down the line is, is the stupidest thing I've ever totally. heard. Um, and frankly, like I didn't even notice that they didn't say her name because before I saw this movie, I had watched a movie Bob review and he called her Guinevere and the review and didn't note that it, that she wasn't named. So I just assumed through this whole movie that she I was thought Guinevere. So too. It was until I saw IMDb. Yeah. No, I noticed it when I was watching the movies, like, well, this is going to be a really interesting reveal. Like, is she queen Mab? Is she Guinevere? I don't know who she is. They never say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never said. Yeah. 
and and they're trying to build a universe and they're trying to have reveals later and i was like this would and and uh, there's no way in hell they'll make the next movie which thank god but mm-hmm. uh at the same time like it would have been the worst terrible review reveal ever like ever yes. for any reason i have no 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 sympathy for it i'm sorry <laughs> uh ben <laughs> uh peter sarah you stole my score. I'm also giving you the 4.5 and a reference that's 15 years old. Um, this movie is a mess. It's the kind of mess I enjoy, but I can't possibly recommend it for anyone who doesn't, like me, look forward to movies like Geostorm starring Gerard Butler. Uh, <laughs> I got a trailer for yeah, that. Yeah, that's... Oh, boy. Oh, boy, Geostorm. Mm. I can't wait. Um, it's a mess. I find it an enjoyable trash fire of a mess but it is certainly a mess i think there's stuff to like i do really like the music i know it's a weird and i i I understand that i have a proclivity for things that are just even remotely celtic so it's just my my own inherent bias for musical things um uh goddamn battlestar galactica first time they played that (laughs) irish song i was like this is the best series ever made uh you win um but uh, it's not good. It's, <laughs> the leads are very uninteresting. It doesn't know if it wants to be a teamwork movie or a uh, regular King Arthur movie. The fact that it was called Knights of the Round Table, King Arthur, makes me think that it was supposed to be more of a you know teamwork movie than got re-edited into this. Sometimes it makes bold decisions to like cut up these entire like two-hour-long movies into like a ten-minute previously on King Arthur uh subsequence but then it's doesn't go anywhere interesting i think there's some stuff here but as you said jack there's actually like good guy richie movies and i was sitting there like i wasn't even a huge fan of uh, man from uncle and people enjoyed that one and it's a lot more competent mm-hmm. than this movie at the very least so i yeah. will, yeah, I will man- take back some of my uh, criticism of that film because that's at least a movie yeah and this is a mess but uh, kind of mess i enjoyed but i'm not gonna recommend it for anyone but weirdos like me yeah 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 i i am and and i think i i think i fairly justified the fact that like i've gone nuclear on this one per se i give it a one out of ten i think this movie and i I think this is the thing i think this i was like recognizing like there's a lot of bad stuff out there that i enjoy but there's there's a few basic things a film has to do for me to like bear it uh and I didn't hate it. Like, I, it wasn't an unpleasant experience. Like, there's certain things that are, like, really, really bad about this movie. But it is, it is at points, not describable as a movie. <laughs> and, and by that, I mean, like, literally the definition of cinema breaks down on the viewing of this movie. <laughs> and, and I mean that with the full force of what it implies. That, like, Guy Ritchie has somehow... <laughs> through some sort of accidental time-traveling technology, unmade the concept of movies in this fashion. He's he's literally, like, through cinema, traveled back in time to make everything in my life worse. 
like just by viewing this movie. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> like I, I really hate yeah. this thing. Um, and I, and I may not have expressed it there. I just think that like the key elements of like how it advances and how it moves towards and how it strings things from together. This is not a movie. This is a sequence of little skits and dits and dots that has no tied together. And frankly, like every individual scene isn't tied to the previous scene. Like fucking, we didn't even talk about fucking Littlefinger coming out of nowhere. And right. Literally, oh, as yeah. he's like sitting there giving that character his like big scene where he shoots the guy with an arrow, they literally establish two seconds beforehand his dislike of that one guy. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> and I'm something. just like, he's like, they have a history, and that's why he shoots him. And I'm like, well, this whole sequence has no purpose. And then, I, and then I was like, I take his deck back. I was like, this movie has no purpose. Your life has no purpose, Jack. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's literally like, like this movie is like like negative space and it's like your life can get sucked into the horrible viewing experience jack, that it is jack had a love craftian <laughs> style nightmare watching this jack no, saw the I empty did. void of the universe and came like, back broken was like, i was this film like broke me halfway through because especially like when he like it did the reveal at the end and i was like that's not a reveal i knew that was gonna happen there's nothing that actually happened it was just mystery box a thing that we already do from the very beginning. Motherfuckers! It is. It is literally for me the embodiment of everything wrong with cinema and everything you can do wrong with cinema. It is the perfect worst movie ever. All right. Damn. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Literally that? overdramatic, but I was I was like very upset by this movie. Um. Okay. Good. I'm good. That's good. I ex- I needed to excise that yeah. from my body. It was not good. <laughs> this is what this podcast. Katie's is for, like, I didn't. Man. You know, it's for the. No, no, no. I know. I know. Katie didn't like it. She's like, yeah, Charlie Hunan was hot, and I was like, God damn, I can't get past the rest of it. I don't know, and because he is hot, he's he's a fine ass man. Uh, but there's not enough shirtless bits. You know, there's a lot of him, and, yep. and, and that was the other thing. Like, missed mud man opportunity. Like, he's clothed while he's in the mud. Like, whose idea was that? Whose idea was that? Again, they can't even hit, like, the sexual, like, erotic undertones. Sorry, okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. It gets, it, 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 I'm edging towards hyperbole. Okay. Uh, Edging, not really. (laughs) I would say, I would, oh my God. (laughs) Observation I've noticed is we noticed both this and Calling Skull Island and maybe another one, but I find it interesting that there's all these movies that are, like, hinting at love stories that don't come true. And I'm wondering, like, why? Because I feel like the whole thing they were leading up to him and the mage possibly doing something, and like uh, it just never comes out. And I'm like, I don't know. If that's that would have been the most awkward so, thing ever. I'm two, sorry. Two things, especially since she's not named. With yeah, six no. movies, they had a plan, and they're not completing it down the line. Yeah, that's part of it. Uh, yeah. And here's the other thing. I think that's the same thing with Kong Skull Island, since it was the beginning of a giant franchise. You can't let your main characters, when you're starting franchise series, pay off their love interests before you get down the line. At least Guardians of the Galaxy acknowledges it. <laughs> yes, like, so it, like, like that's exactly True. the point. Like, they haven't. Like, why don't we have uh, all these character payoffs? Because you have to fo- leave something in the tank for your third movie and your fucking trifecta series, or in this case, six movies. Which who thought that was a good fucking idea? God damn it! Uh, all right. <laughs> no. All right. All right. All right. All right. And I have to admit, this is one of those weird moments where it's like it's an original. It's technically an original property, but I have to admit that it would have been a lot better if they just fucking adapted something like 
some other sort of series, which is sad to me that like this movie needed like backstory to like, you needed some sort of like book backstory to be able to like make sense of everything going on. But that's really just a problem with the, with the thing. Yeah. I mean, it would have helped it like function on some level and it could have just been fan service, but even there, it's like, it's like fan service for something that has no fans. <laughs> I, I I swear to God, it's almost like metaphysically bad for me. I, I just yeah okay, uh, okay. For you, the listeners of the Movie Gang podcast, FreshBooks is offering a thirty day free trial to give you the opportunity to try out their service. FreshBooks is go fr- so at gofreshbooks.com. You can go check out uh, uh, FreshBooks, which is online cloud accounting software, which I use for the Tisk and Shed Media Network and specifically the Movie Gang podcast. You can head on over there. You know if. Warner Brothers was using FreshBooks. They probably could have realized on some level that the expense of this movie was not worth whatever bullshit they were putting out. And that they probably would have understood that it was a net loss to the world. And they should have paid a lot of money. I mean, they really, they if like for my accounting basis, they owe me some money. Not just the money that I paid for a ticket, but like some like emotional damages, I think. Like to some extent, like maybe like enough to buy like a swimming pool that I can go float with, float in, and just like contemplate like life's mysteries. <laughs> Sorry, I'm off the rails. I recognize. Try try FreshBooks free for thirty days. We'll just go to www.gofreshbooks.com and enter the movie gang podcast in the "How did you hear about us?" section, or get a free thirty day trial at www.gofreshbooks.com backslash gang. So go check that out right now. So, anyways, for the Movie Gang Podcast, I have been your host, Jack Newman. I've been joined here today with Ben Haworth. Talk to you later, guys. Sarah Becker. Thanks for listening. Peter Dancy. I can't wait for Transformers and for y'all to experience that dumpster fire. <laughs> I know. That, but, the, but see, that's a fun dumpster fire. Well, next week is my, my, my perennial on-again, off-again relationship with the Alien franchise. And, and oh, oh, yeah. Boy. It's an ex How, coming into you, town, and we have history, and I'm not looking forward to it. Are you like on or off at this point? Like, uh, we've been thinking? off. I mean, we've been fighting for a while. I feel like, <laughs> but like, you remember the good times. <laughs> I'm gonna go see it in 3D. This is the first movie I'm gonna go see in 3D forever because Katie's dad's in town and he loves 3D movies. I think, and they're just gonna. I think now. I think where I'm at with this one is like, I've gone to her Facebook. She's lost a lot of weight. She's looking really good, but she may also be in a cult. Like, you know, like, that's where I'm at right now. From everyone here at the Movie Gang Podcast, we highly suggest that you don't join cults. <laughs> don't do it. It's not good. Trust not a me. Fan. It's really it's really a group think scenario. I think yeah, just don't 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 be a part of as, it. Don't uh, be a follower. As, be your own yeah, person. As Creed Go from out. the office says, uh being a follower in a cult is more fun, but being a, a leader makes you more money. So, you know, choose wisely with your cult. Yeah. I don't know. I, I couldn't handle I couldn't handle the pressure. <laughs> like, you know, people relying on you is, is is shitty sometimes i don't know i'm so fucking off the rails this week i'm just ending it everyone here at the movie gang podcast thanks you for listening you're amazing go check out our other stuff at tuskenshed.com head over to tuskenshed.com backslash support us check it out you can see all our other amazing podcasts including geek space 9 animania a feast for bros and of course you can go see old log episodes of save point gamecast that's everything here for cheeky geek space 9 i mean save point i mean movie gang podcast you can tell there's a lot of podcasts and i edit a lot of them and it's amazing and it's uh yeah great <laughs> bye there we go <laughs> now it's i'm gonna record i'm gonna re-record that later okay <laughs>